original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Catch entertainment, original individuals. Be yourself, be yourself, freedom writers. Let it get to you. 
everybody. Welcome to Cannabis Open Carry Walk Canna Corner. Um, we want to thank Coffee Party Radio USA and the Human Solution International um, for making this happen. Um, also, um, I wanted to thank Nico Cashin, which is the song y'all just heard, Original Individual, um, for letting us play that song in the beginning and for all his support that he always gives. Um, welcome, y'all, Facebook to the show, um, Cana Corner. Um, thank y'all all for tuning in. Um, right now, I've got two great, wonderful guests coming on today. Um, one, y'all all know Loretta from COCW. She is our uh, Austin organizer. And uh, also, we have Brayden today, and he will be coming on a little bit later. So, well, right now, we're going to talk with Loretta. How are you doing, love? Okay. Doing great. I can't uh, wait for Canifest, and I can't I wait for uh, the big walk we got coming up in Burleson. I know y'all got a few walks coming, and uh, that you've got cooking up, or don't y'all? In Austin, right? Hell yeah. Hey y'all, what's up? Hey Janet, how's up? Say hi to everybody. Felix, what's up? Okay, so I know that uh, you have got an amazing freaking story, but first, before we start with that, I want you to tell us a little bit about what it is that you do in Austin as a COCW organizer, and uh, let people know what it takes that way if they wanted to be organizing what it is that uh, they could do. Being an organizer is awesome. For one thing, being a part of the CSPW family is exactly that. It's fitting in and being part of the family. So it's really awesome. And the easy part is all we have to do is get together, put on some smiles, walk around on the street, and help educate people about the upcoming laws and about how to change the laws. And um, it's, it's really, really fun. Really exciting stuff. Um, you can't make a difference if you don't get involved. So we really get out there, pound the pavement, you know, buy some banners, get attention, and and it's really more of um, a family event. It's like a get together. It's love. It's peace. It's all about people helping people um, and educating the public that. This whole research madness is just bad. Right, right. Yeah, I know. It's it's horrible trying to re-educate people on 80 years of propaganda. <laughs> it's right. crazy, but and, and getting those people that have been consuming cannabis for 30, 40 years to come out of their closet. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Everybody's scared, and it's because of that stigma um, that we get for being the cannabis smoker, you're a stoner, and you're lazy, and you don't do nothing. Well, I dare anybody to tell one of us that we're lazy. (laughs) We're definitely proving a point that people can smoke and still fight and stand up for our rights and work our butts off regardless. Um, Right. But, yeah, so uh, y'all got 
y'all just had a walk coming up. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Drop lift and all that? Yeah, that was super fun. We went to, um, oh my goodness. Give me one second. I'm trying to remember the name of this shop. Oh, you're good. It was uh, Lake Travis Smoke Shop. Lake Travis Smoke Shop. Yeah. And they, they are, it was so awesome there. It's like this little mini forest behind it, and they have a garden of weed in. Oh, wow. <laughs> So the lower lobes of 
of my lungs were actually burned with stomach acid. I was in really bad shape. And so after the doctors had saved my life, they began, um, several doctors took over care, neurologists, psychologists, um, my PCP, and all of them were giving me different medications for the different things that were wrong with me. Each medication having its own side effects, um, causing me to take more medication. They had me on five opioids, colonopin, oh, wow. um, Xanax, hydrocodone, Valium, and Pegasus, something. And I had a bunch of opioid medication and a lot of psychiatric medication and tons of pain medication. <laughs> Almost every prescription I had had a PRN label. Right. I don't know if y'all know what that means, but that means as needed. So just kill yourself with these pills. We don't even care. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and, um, I was slowly declining. Uh, my family could in no way take care of me. I, they're young. I don't have, uh, I'm the oldest living adult in my family. So everyone is younger than me, and I'm only 46 years old. There's no way that my family could provide for me right. in the condition that I was in. So they reached back out to help with the doctors, you know, who are obviously just shoving pills down me. And, right. Um, and the doctor said, well, we can put her in state-funded nursing care. And I remember sitting in the room, and the doctor said that uh, I wouldn't have to worry about being in pain anymore because they were going to bring in a hospice. And uh, it was at that point that I realized that those doctors who worked so tirelessly to save my life, I had no idea that future doctors were just going to drug me till I died. Right. Right. So, um, so I had a friend of mine, uh, well, several good people, really, um, teach me about different cannabis consumption methods. Um, and at that time, I started getting on Facebook, and I'm looking for cannabis sites. And anybody that knew anything about cannabis medication, and that's how I kind of met my new family. Right. Um, Alexis Bortel, I don't know if y'all know who she is. If you don't, look up her story. She was there on Facebook, Dean Bortel, her dad. And um, I, I saw her, and I was like, oh, my goodness, there's a little girl in Texas, and she's having seizures exactly like me. Every day we're seizing and seizing and seizing, and the doctors, all the medication in the world isn't helping us. Our families are terrified. You know, we, we were dying. Right. So I was watching her, and her parents had taken a vacation or something. They'd gone to Colorado. And while they were there, Alexis was able to try full-spectrum oil. And the entire time they were there, she didn't have any seizures. Wow. So her parents came back to Texas, packed up everything they had in a little RV, and took their daughter to save her life to Colorado. And oh, I wow. continually followed her story, and she was getting better and better. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm just going to try this. Forget these medications, I'm going to try this. So um, I started one by one slicing my medication, starting with my opioids. And that was actually very hard. I kind of was withdrawing and right. sick and oh, yeah. kind of fiendish uh, feelings. Yeah, very addictive. Uh, right. It was really, really a scary thing to try to get off all those 32 right. medications.
Oh yeah, it's dangerous. You gotta wean yourself. <laughs> right. And um so I was able to find some really wonderful, wonderful, beautiful souls that um gave me samples of different types of cannabis medicine. Um, fico, um, flowers, um cannabis rubs for my body, so if I'm seizing you can rub some cream on my feet and it helps to absorb and right. all these signature for um, fast absorption and all this. And um, I went from having 18, 20 seizures a day um, to maybe having maybe one a month now. Um, sometimes I can go two or three months without having one. Wow. Uh, I can keep my intake right and my levels right. Um, I'm uh, a free from all the medications, and I'm walking, no longer in a wheelchair. Yeah, how long were you in a wheelchair? Over a year. Wow. <laughs> yep. And, um, That's just yeah. an amazing story. Uh, and that... it's almost since I'm supposed to be zero weight bearing, um, but with cannabis and um, the fact that I'm able to walk upright, I'm strengthening the muscles in my back, and I have... I love to hear your story. 
And um, you're one strong ass woman, Loretta, and we all love you. And uh, you have just been through so much, but you're just an inspiration to a lot of us to keep us going. Um, through all this, all that you've been through, you still smile and try to do what's best for everybody else. You know what I mean? And we appreciate it and love you. It's really all we can do. After being so close to dead, um, yeah, that's all I got left now. I kind of owe the universe the debt I can never repay. Right. But I'm going to keep paying it forward as long as I'm here. Well, <laughs> heck yeah. yeah. We love you a whole bunch. I love you too. <laughs> but, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and move on to, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the raffle, to get a lighter note going. We are going to be doing a raffle, uh, COCW on the page, and Tracy gave us this right here in this beautiful, it's blue dream. It's a picture frame, y'all. I don't know if y'all can see them and put it behind. Oh, that's so beautiful. This is the blue dream. Strand, and this was given to us so that we can auction it off on to on the page on Cannabis Open Carry Walk. So uh, y'all be staying tuned for that. What we're doing is we're getting a couple things together. I know we got shirts from us, a couple a swag bag with some stuff in it um, that we're auctioning off. I know that uh, Jay from. A Smoke Shop, uh, Jay from A Smoke Shop, I couldn't remember the name, <laughs> it's so simple, um, he is donating a uh, bong um, to be raffled off, and uh, we're coming up with some more stuff, so y'all stay tuned, in about a week or two, we're going to be au- having a live auction on Facebook, however that works, <laughs> I've never done one, can you imagine, it's going to be fun. <laughs> It'll be awesome. There'll be surprises in store, I'm sure. Definitely. And I know I wanted to talk about uh, Stashbox has got their thing coming up on the 13th at their new store in Plano. Um, It's going to be, hold on, I wrote it down, of course. It's in one of these. A garage. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Hopefully, uh, y'all keep your eye out, and I will get it. The whole name and everything put in there. Right. Yes, it's going to be like a garage sale type thing, but it's going to be a bunch of vendors all gathering around on the thirteenth. Yes, the thirteenth at their new store. And uh, COCW is going to be out there. Uh, if I do understand, there's going to be brisket meals being served. So bring a donation for a brisket meal. It's going to be very good. Lisa's cooking it. And from what I understand, she can make a mean brisket. So if y'all are in the Plano area on the 13th, y'all go show Stash Box some love and support. Um, I know uh, Zach Miller is going to be out there. I believe Shamika Nolan, uh, COCW will be there. 
Um, Zeal Full Spectrum will be there, and Pink Zebra will be there. Um, I'm probably missing somebody. Sorry if I am. <laughs> but, um, and I know, if, is there any more walks coming up, Jay, or you, Loretta? I think I think that's all of them right now. I know we got Canifest and all that um, coming up. I can't wait for Canifest. Right. Definitely. And if y'all go check the uh, event page on Cannabis Open Carry Walk, um, you go check the events on that page. Um, it'll tell you every time we get a new one um, and all of our old ones. Um, every walk we've got is on that event page, so y'all keep an eye out for that. But I guess I'm going to go ahead and let you go, love, so that we can get uh, Braden on here. I know we're um, around at the 30-minute mark. Yes, definitely, and I love you very much, and thank you for coming on the show tonight and all you do for COCW. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. So, yeah, I love you guys. Y'all take care. Have a good night. Wow. You too, love. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I love Loretta. She's a sweetheart. Um, she does a lot for the Austin area. Her, Mandy, and his team work their butts off out there in Austin. Yes, sorry, Hint King. Yes, don't forget the most amazing part of the the auction is Hemp King is going to be donating a dinner for two from the Lifted Cafe. So it's going to be an infused meal for two, y'all. So that's going to be another thing that's going to be raffled off. Y'all don't want to miss that one. It's going to be good. Yes, sir, Jay. That should be uh, Braden coming on. We're going to try to get Braden on over here. Uh, I'm here. Am I muted? Hey, Braden, what's up? Uh, not much. I'm trying to figure out how to get my live Facebook to merge with yours like she did. Okay. Um, If you say hi on the live feed, I will add you. Oh. All right, so I need to stop the live feed I've got now and join yours. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. That'd be best. That's the only way you're going to be able to go live with a page. Right, right. Um, yeah. Boom. All right. How you doing and I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. What do I have to do? Say hi or something here? Uh, yes, we've got, we've got you live now, uh, Brayden. Uh, I wanted to introduce uh, this longtime activist and cannabis user, um, Brayden. I'm going to go ahead and add him to our live. Oh, wait. It's not, it's not letting me add you. I'm going to go ahead and add him. Hmm. Could it be because my iPad doesn't have a cell connection? I'm just going through Wi-Fi. 
Uh, yeah, that might be it. Let me see. I'm I'm making it to where you can ask to be on mine if you see a way to add yourself. But it's not letting me add you on here. But that's okay. We can still talk like this. There you go. Um, it's all going to work the same. Uh, so you were telling me, though, um, that you uh, have been involved in activism for a very long time. Um, can you tell us how you started getting involved with fighting for cannabis? Sure. Uh Lifetime smoker, always wanted to do my part, didn't really know how. So I ended up joining the National Normal in Washington, D.C. Awesome. Um, After that, I had some friends in Austin, found out about Texas Normal, uh, went to a few of their meetings, and uh, went to their boot camp for activists. And later, uh, yeah, I found out about Houston Normal more, but uh, it was on an inconvenient night for me. So a friend of mine, uh, Dante Cucurillo, uh, and I co-founded the North Houston Normal chapter. Oh, wow. And that was successful for a couple of years, but after he and I and Justin Daw left, uh, it kind of fell apart, unfortunately. Right. Well, that's a a very good thing. Uh, Normal does a whole lot for the cannabis community, and we appreciate them a lot. Um, after the after doing your what was that like two years with that Normal? Yeah, we had that uh, chapter up for a couple years. Heck yeah. And we helped get the CBD uh, through initially. I got to meet Keith Strout, the founder of Normal, uh, in 1972. I got to meet him like three different times in Austin, uh, up in Dallas-Fort Worth, and uh, here in Houston. And I also got to meet Kim Ogg, our new DA, who's done good things to decriminalize it, at least in Harris County somewhat. Right. Right, and and I know you were telling me um, earlier when we were talking about how important it is to uh, get the people calling and writing letters to uh, change these laws and these bills that we have coming up. Yeah, especially here in Texas because our legislature only meets every other year. Right. So if we don't get anything done this year, it's not going to be 2020. It's going to be 2021 before anything gets done. And I like that we were able to pass some legislation this year. Unfortunately, Abbott and Lieutenant Dan kind of gutted it, taking out the PTSD and AIDS uh, conditions that allowed for the teacup program. Uh, What a lot of exactly, man. They totally destroyed that bill. I think. (laughs) Yeah, what a lot of activists and people don't know was that, uh, although it was initially made illegal in 1937, the Supreme Court overthrew that in 1969, and it was actually legal for a little while. Uh, Unfortunately, Tricky Dick's henchmen uh, recommended it that it be legal, but Tricky Dick had other ideas, and 
Halderman and Ehrlichman lied their asses off to make it illegal again. And yep. so started the real drug war. Yep, all about racism. That's the well, whole reason the drug war. The hippies smoked that stuff, and they protested my Vietnam War. So if I just make it as bad as heroin, well, I'll lock them all up, and there will be nobody to protest my war. Yep, that too, definitely. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, 80 years now of propaganda that they've been pushing um, on us, and we have to, like, re-educate people because they've been taught a lie. So it's it's one – it's not easy. It's not easy to, let, to get people to admit that they could be wrong, that their government could lie to them. That's not easy. <laughs> right. But I, I know that you've been through uh, a lot of loss lately. Um, yeah, the last couple of years has been rough. I lost my wife to cancer four days before Harvey hit, and I broke my leg a couple of months later, and uh, last year my father was murdered, man. and unfortunately our last conversation was him pleading with me to get help from my marijuana addiction, and since he was a doctor, he bought into the government lies right and then right. Uh, like three weeks ago I lost my son man I'm so sorry that, that's a lot to deal with um, if you, you, you ever need anything um, just know that you can reach out to any one of us and we're here for you thank you yeah Always. Yeah, I'm glad I don't drink alcohol anymore. I'd be a mess. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. How long did you drink? I drank most of my adult life, but had slowly tapered off the last few years, and I'd pretty much quit before my wife got her cancer. And, uh, yeah, it just doesn't agree with me anymore. Right. Would you say cannabis has helped you get quit the drinking, stay off? Yes. Yeah, I know. I, I know un- it has for me. It's unfortunate that you know it's still illegal here in the great state of Texas, but uh, we're working to change that. Yes, definitely. Definitely, it's it's one big fight. I mean, and most people don't realize that you're not allowed to petition here in Texas. Because if if we were, we would have been legal a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, it's not the same as the western states. Yeah, we would have changed it long ago. So can you tell me a little bit about um, what it is that we do have to do as as Texans to fight and tell people and get these laws changed? Well, unfortunately, we either need to educate Abbott and Lieutenant Dan, or we need to replace them. I mean, that's our two real options and two real obstacles there. So unless we can get them to see our point of view, then we need to get them replaced with someone who is more reasonable. Right, definitely. We got we got a few people to vote out this next term. If 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 they're not gonna fall in line, and we've seen that they're not falling in line because we went up there and we pleaded and we testified and. 
And if they're if they're already putting caps on THC and they're not putting PTSD in there or AIDS, then they're not listening to us. No, so they're not. The next step is to vote them out. Definitely. Correct. And all you other, I mean, even the casual people, even if you're not members of normal or something, when we ask you to call and write your senators and representatives, I can't emphasize how important that is. Those people are supposed to be working for us, but how are they going to know what we want if we don't call and write and tell them? Definitely, definitely. Um, it, and as, it makes a big difference whether they it get does. that one note or whether they get 50, note, 50 letters from people. That makes a big difference. or more, yeah. Right, The more exactly. they call, the better. Blowing up their phone lines, bugging them. They want you to shut up, so they're gonna they're gonna get rid of you by giving you what you want. I mean, be polite, be professional. <laughs> don't call them idiots or whatever. Just yeah, definitely. Let them be know professional. that you for it, and you would like them to vote for it too, whatever it is this time. You know. Right. Yeah, definitely. Man. Well, I thank you so much uh, for coming on. Um, I wanted to ask you, how is it that cannabis is helping you? I know you said, spoke about having depression. Yeah, a lot, of, uh, a lot of things breaking my heart lately. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I don't drink because cannabis is what helps me through the day. Uh, wake and bake and... You know, sativa all day and indica all night, I guess. Uh, but it helps me in, in a lot of ways with stress and just depression and all kinds of things. I got back right. pains and leg pains still from when I broke my leg and they had to put that rod in my leg. Oh, that was horrendous. But anyway, it, it wow. helps. No, that's great. I'm glad. I'm glad it helped. Um, of those pain pills that they try to put you on um, when you go through these surgeries, man, it just ends up giving you like ten other problems right along with your pain pain management. Um, yeah, I when fish. I was going to the doctor for my broken leg, and somebody saw I looked pretty depressed, and uh, recommended I go get help at the MHMRA, which is the mental health and mental retardation or whatever. So, yeah, I went and they, you know, gave me a psych eval and all this. And, yeah, you're depressed. So here's some Zoloft. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you can keep it. I don't want it. Yeah. I'll treat myself with holistically with, with God's medicine and not your zombified medicine because I ain't taking right. Prozac, Paxil, you know, all that stuff, Zoloft, you can keep it. Right. Yeah, those, those medicines are horrible. I know. I've, I took Paxil and Xanax and Trazodone and Abilify and and all kinds of bad stuff there for a while. And I don't need any of that. The cannabis has replaced all of my medication as far as my psych medicines go. Um, and it's the only and, medicine that doesn't come with a warning may kill you. <laughs> right. And, and, and the worst side effect is you may get the munchies and sleep a little while. Have a good night's sleep. <laughs> Have a better disposition. Which, 
isn't a bad side effect to me. (laughs) (laughs) I like those those things. (laughs) But if it was totally legal everywhere, would smoking it still cause paranoia? No, it wouldn't. I asked that same (laughs) question, and it 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 wouldn't. If if people just do not, that's what they tell me a lot. They'll be like, "Well, it makes me so paranoid," and I'm like, "Yeah, but if the cops weren't." gonna be able to bust you because it's illegal would you be paranoid and they're like uh i said yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) you know there are those few strands that can cause a little bit of anxiety for some people but you just gotta know your that's why we need dispensaries that way we can find out which ones are better for us well any of you people go into the states that have it legal, uh, go easy on the edibles. Uh, give them time to work. They are strong. They will kick your butt, especially if you're not used to them. Yes, definitely. Don't take a whole brownie if you've never had one before. <laughs> you ate a whole gummy bear? Oh, you should have just ate a leg, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. But yeah, I make brownies too. So I even label it my medical brownies, not for kids. <laughs> well, I guess right. it could be for some kids, but not here in Texas. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Yeah. The definitely uh, for kids that are sick. I agree, a hundred percent. Definitely. And that's another reason uh, I think uh, Dante and his wife and kids moved out to Colorado was. Uh, they had a child that was having seizures and, you know, they couldn't get the medicine here they needed for her. And now he works at a place that grows weed. So he's living the dream. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a, that would be a job that I wanted. Once it's legal, I'm going to get a job somewhere in the cannabis industry, but not until it's legal. Um, I'm going to wait until I got, we got it legal first. Because it's that a I'm full-time dang job as it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. I don't want to admit to any crimes or misdemeanors. Right? <laughs> Definitely. Well, I know we have uh, quite a few people out there in the Houston area. We have uh, Michael um, Green from COCW, and then in Baytown we got Jay Raymond. Um they both um, will be having walks out there at Houston. So I know that if you would like to connect with any of them and uh, find out when the next walk is, maybe one of them can message you and give you a heads up. Yeah, just in case I got the video working, I have, uh, I'm wearing a Canifest uh, shirt from the, you know, the first one last year. And right. there's another one coming up. The video. Let me go try again. Uh, I wasn't able to join it. Let me try again. I know you said hi. There you are. Yeah, it. see, it just doesn't allow. It says block you, delete comment, or pin this comment. Uh, here we go. Send a request to join. How about that? Yes, that works. Wow, 
Okay, can you turn your phone down a little bit? Because we got that feedback. Yep. Awesome. It says it's adding you. Approve. Add. Are you getting anything? Um, it looks like it's still, except I'm not seeing myself in the picture anywhere, but I sent the request. Right. Are you getting anything? Yeah, I hit approve, add. Yeah, I think Facebook's right. just being crappy today. Yeah, I hit approve, add. But I'm getting yeah, out of that feedback, so go ahead and get out of that video. Get out of it? Yeah. Or are you not talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking but to you because it, I, it's not going to let me add you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was getting really bad feedback. So right. it was like double talking. The human well, yeah, I turned it up because I thought we were going to get it to work. but Yeah, yeah it, it acted like it was going to for a minute, but. The human solution is back down. There, I muted it. Anyway, I can still play the video. Right? Heck, yeah. Well, um, yeah, so definitely um, get in touch with Mike. Are you going to be going to CannaFest? Oh, of course. Yeah, I put it on the calendar. Awesome. I was there at the first one. That's what I was saying. I'm wearing the shirt from the first one, so i got to be there for the next one. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Definitely. Hook up with you again. I know we're going to be doing, uh, I think Michael Green said he, they wanted us to do rolling classes. <laughs> uh, I'm like, teach a few. we can get a few people up there doing different, like, I said, I use a roller, though. Like, where's mine at? Oh, I've been rolling so I long. don't know. It's over there somewhere. But I use a roller. I cheat. I can roll um, freehand, but why do it whenever you can make it look all pretty with the roller? Mine looks all pretty freehand. <laughs> Mine always looks fat and pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, yeah so but you I can't work wait. it in the paper a little bit and move that out towards the ends, and then you can roll it straight like a pencil line. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I like. When I first started learning, I used the dollar bill as a roller. Yeah, I learned. I a blind guy taught me how to roll. Um, His name was Andy, and yeah, he taught me how to roll my uh, my first joint. He was a sweetheart. I remember when I was young and started dealing that Colombian up there in Michigan, and uh, a friend of mine. Gave some to a blind guy, and he said it was the first time he'd seen colors in years. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know it helps with uh, glaucoma. Um, right. Actually, yeah, I have a personal, a personal story with that. Just recently, I went to get my eyes checked, and uh, they said that last time I got my eyes checked that the blood pressure was high in my eyes. Right. Well, last time I got my eyes checked, I wasn't smoking. 
Um, I've only been smoking about a year and a half, and uh, again, because I had quit for a while. So uh, whenever I went back this last time, they told me that the blood pressure in my eyes was like way low this time, and I was I was just kind of like laughing on the inside, and I asked, uh, I said, well, um, could THC or CBD have anything to do with that? And they were like, well, I definitely wouldn't say that no. I said, we know it works for that. Right. I was like, yeah. Okay, no, I've so. told my ophthalmologist that I smoke, you know, I said, I'll never get glaucoma. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know my grandpa had it really bad, and I wish that it would have been legal for him to use. Um, he had... Um, to get surgery in both eyes a couple times, I believe, and it just kept coming back. Yes. Hey, Damon, what's up? Y'all have any questions to ask any of us? I know we got about 10 more minutes left of the show. Thank you all for watching. Thank you, Loretta, and thank you, Braden, for coming on. And My pleasure. Your story. And all your My activism. Pleasure. Yeah, like Thank I said, you. I don't. Uh, since we had our formed our own chapter, we all issued ourselves uh, lifetime uh, normal memberships, and uh, so I've never really paid again. Again, because you know I paid my dues, and right. uh, I feel like that uh, my lifetime membership is still valid. So yeah, <laughs> I don't think that they're going to deny that that you're normal. Definitely, right. they. They love love having you help them. I I bet. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, we right. went to the marijuana march, uh, and it was it was a badass again. Last year was great. This year was great. We had so much fun. What so is that? One now? time it feels legal in Texas. <laughs> oh, okay. The cannabis industry mart thing. Yeah. Yes, we were able to walk down the streets and smoke, and cool. it was badass. It was awesome. Yeah, I went to one of the Texas Normal events out in Austin uh, around Halloween time, and they had uh, caramel apples. You dipped it. Oh, with yeah? the, all the caramel. All the caramel was uh, edible. <laughs> oh, Infused wow. with a lot of THC. Yeah. Hell yeah, that'd be a badass caramel apple. And they have a truth car out there with its green lights going off. It kind of freaked me out at first because I thought it was a cop. (laughs) Wow. Oh, fun times. I'm ready to do Yeah, we need to do uh, more stuff like that here, too. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Questions? Yeah, I was, well, I was looking, and I don't think anybody's got any. Um, Damon said that, yes, it helps with glaucoma. And uh, he no longer sees a, an eye doctor. Excellent. And yeah, then I'm trying Jay to get rid of said, my glasses. Uh, you know, I I worked in the computer industry for a long time, and uh, after a while, that meant sitting in front of a, a big CRT screen for eight or more hours a day and you know I had good vision till I was 45 and it's gotten progressively worse they call it age-related macular degeneration I think it's more oh, yeah. sitting in front of those 
video screens for hours at on end. Oh yeah, it's bad for your bad for your eyes. Um, the computer is sitting there all yeah. day like that. Not good. Hey, Alan, what's up? I've been making smoothies with uh, spinach in it and stuff, and try to drink that every day because it's got a couple of key nutrients that are good for your eyes and stuff. I love smoothies. I could eat them every day. Like, I try I could to eat, eat one a day anyway. Eat them every day, but we we don't have a maker yet. We're going to get one soon. I just use a blender. <laughs> I go buy mine from the health food store over here. <laughs> yeah, I go to Smoothie King sometimes, too. Yes, I love Smoothie King, but the closest one we have around here is in Burleson. Uh, yeah, I should get them from the health food store. They're better for you there. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're they're definitely a lot better. Less sugar and all that stuff in it. Right. But, heck, yeah, thank you so much, Braden, for coming on. And I guess I'm going to go ahead and let you go so we can get this show ended. All right. We got Hope about to see six more minutes too. left. And thank you so much for everything you've done um, for the cannabis community and for coming on and telling us your story. And I will talk at you later. Everybody show up for Canafest 2 at Crystal Beach. Yes, show up for Canafest 2, y'all. Crystal Beach, Texas. All August, right, hope to see you there. Uh, 31st, September 1st. Yep, like two months. Yeah, pretty much two months from today, so cool. <laughs> see y'all out cool there. Cool deal. Uh, bye, right. Braden. Keep, keep up the good fight. Yes, thank you very much. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. So, yeah, that was Brayden. Um, and Loretta, thank you all very much for coming on. Um, we had a great show. Um, oh, 420 Den was supposed to be on today and co-host. He was going to be a surprise, but he had to work over. So um, we give a huge shout-out to Uncle Phil and Sydney. Vanilla Hulk with a shot of protein. Hell yeah. I like uh, the mango movie one. My favorite. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Um, big shout out to Jay. He He's the one that helps add the callers and mute the callers and helps me get these pictures done in time for... Uh, the show to be ready and advertised, so I wanted to thank Jay a whole bunch. Hey, Chris. Um, I wanted to give another big shout-out to uh, Coffee Party Radio USA um, for um, helping uh, COCW's Cannon Corner um, become um, live on iTunes and SoundCloud, and then also the Human Solution International. And there's their website, um, www.thfintl.org. And then also, shout out to Fully Informed Jury Nullification, and, and it's all backwards, you can't even see it anyway, but it's, it's F uh F I J A dot org. Um so if any of y'all can go to 
get on a jury. If they call you and they say, hey, come in, don't try to get out of it. Go in, and if it's a cannabis-related crime or a victimless drug crime, um, say not guilty. You don't have to vote, uh, say guilty for something that you don't believe should be a crime in the first place. And uh, just one person can save somebody's life in that instance. So definitely get your chance to go in on the jury nullification and go do it. So, y'all, um, like I said a minute ago, Hannafest. Free the weed. Hey, Jay. We got CannaFest coming up on August 31st, September 1st. Hey, Jay, so who all do we got playing at CannaFest? He's going to be quiet now. <laughs> Jay, where'd you go? Um, we got a few. Nico, Pharaoh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. We got Nico Cashin, Pharaoh, Misery. There's a lot of people that uh, have been voted in for spots that we haven't confirmed with them yet. So. Heck yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be, gonna so be much awesome. fun. Yeah, we're going to do gonna like a drum circle on year. Sunday. Hell yeah. I'm ready. Doobie Trap's going to be there. Staff Boss going to be there. Zeal's going to be there. Uh, Zach Miller's going to be Miller, there. Texas Remedy Hemp. Yes. Um, I think but this guy yeah, from, uh, it's called 420 South. He does rice paper cones. Oh, yeah? And he wants to he wants to get with us and, uh, Give us some of those to get rid of with our merchandise and stuff. Hell yeah. That'd be badass. We get some COCW cones. Yeah, they're uh, all organic. They're made out of, I don't know how they make them out of rice paper, but. Right? Yeah, it's going to be that they'd be like the raw, organic, uh, GMO free ones, right? Yeah, it looks just like the raw cones, but they're white. Oh, yeah. That'd be badass. Shout out. Shout out to them and all our sponsors of Cannabis. But, okay, so I guess it's 8 o'clock, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. So we can go ahead and end it's the show. It's 901. Tell everybody goodbye out on the radio land. And goodbye, Jay. Thank you for running the show tonight. And I will talk at everybody later.